Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to put the shades on, fasten your seatbelt, and mash the gas pedal, because it's time for Automation Avenue, a podcast for retail and financial leaders looking for ways to automate and accelerate their businesses. All right, folks, we are here for probably what will be the only inaugural podcast because there's only one first baby of the Automation Avenue podcast. The Automation podcast is actually a podcast that will be dealing with uh, automation for retail, automation for financial uh, institutions, banks, credit unions, folks like that. It'll also have some episodes dealing with, you know, automating tasks in your life that frankly just stink. But I am not the man of the hour, so let me introduce your host of Automation Avenue, Sean Farrell. Sean, how are you doing today? How's it going out there, world? Um, yes, thank you, uh, George Thomas, who is our marketing guy extraordinaire here at Quality Data Systems. Uh, my name is Sean Farrell, our CEO here at QDS, and we are excited to uh, hopefully provide a wealth of information to help your business uh, automate and accelerate its profitability through a variety of topics and um, we're looking forward to giving you everything we can to uh, enhance your thought process. You know, the good thing, Sean, is that we're trying to make their drive, their workout, uh, whatever they're doing while listening to this podcast, just a little bit more fun, a little bit more educational. Um, we know that the folks that we're talking to, CEOs, uh, you know, people in uh, the banking industry, they're, they're busy people, right? They're in meetings. If they're not in meetings, they're in meetings about meetings, right? So it's, uh, we know that we have to get the information to them where we can. And that's why at QDS, one of the cool things is that we realize we have to leverage multiple pieces of media uh, to reach out to these folks because our real goal uh, is to be the best educators and communicators about the automation and branch transformation spaces. And so that's what we do with Minion Monday, which is on our website where you can uh, get a little comic relief and learn about uh, automation technologies through video form. Uh, obviously, you're listening to the Automation Avenue, so you have found out about our audio version of Being Educated. Uh, if you know other folks that are in the financial retail uh, space that could use this information, go ahead and share the podcast out. Uh, we'd love to be able to help as many people as possible. And then, of course, our blogs, we have... Our financial blog, uh, which we post to on at least a weekly basis, and then our retail blog, which will have articles for our retailers and small businesses and places like that. But Sean, what are we going to talk about today? Well, being that this is the only inaugural uh, Automation Avenue podcast, I figured we'd take a, a very general look at automation in the market today, all the different types of businesses, what is kind of driving uh, automation for these folks, and then we'll we'll kind of sharpen that pencil down and talk a little more about how financial institutions can benefit from automating their locations, uh, kind of taking some of those general principles that we will discuss here uh, as, as self-service and automation has become uh, a much larger piece of the way uh, consumers interact with businesses. And when you talk about things like convenience and uh, transaction velocity, you know, a lot of that can't be accomplished without automation. Nice. And so um, 
You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm kind of looking at our show notes here and I see uh, the rise of self-service. And, uh, you know, immediately I kind of I'm curious to what you mean by that. Yeah. So I think if you look in general, wherever uh, a line would gather before you have started to see a rise of self-service aspects to conduct business. So I, th- I think one of the more obvious examples of this is the airport. So you used to wait in a long line to talk to a ticket agent and check your bag, so on and so forth. Now pretty much every airline out there has the self-service uh, check-in kiosk, which uh, certainly if you're not even checking a bag can be a very quick process. Uh, There is some automation technology there that off of your credit card or uh, confirmation number, you can print your boarding passes. And now airlines are even taking a step further to having a mobile app where you can simply just go to the gate or go to security and show your uh, boarding pass with potentially a QR code on it uh, and and really make your uh, time from when you step on the airport property to when you get to your gate Uh, about as expeditious as possible. You know, Sean, I really wish airports would figure out a way to automate the taking off of the shoes and belt process. (laughs) I hate that when I'm traveling, right? So maybe if you work for the airlines, figure out how to automate that process for us. But what are some other examples, Sean? Yeah, so, I, you know, uh, as someone who uh, frequents uh, Panera Bread Company, for instance, they've had a a pretty recent rollout of kind of their express kiosk ordering system. Again, one of the knocks that came up in their kind of uh, earnings call, if you will, was kind of the the bundle of people that just appear when they're trying to order. So they were looking for ways to kind of uh, help those people get through the ordering process faster. Uh, so they developed these uh, iPad-like kiosks where you can order right there. Uh, you can even order online in advance. Uh, if you're going to say pick up lunch for the office, zoom right in and they've got an area separated out by uh, letters of the alphabet where you can just come right in, pick up your food and be out the door. Um, and if you're ordering in the restaurant, then they, they simply uh, give you a buzzer with a number uh, and they will bring your food to your table. So again, you can you can very quickly, if certainly if you're a regular, uh, order your normal stuff, go find your favorite table, and less than five minutes later, you've got a great meal uh, on your table. So I, I see that as a, a great advancement in consumer activity. Now, folks, obviously, this is the inaugural uh, episode of the Automation Avenue. So we don't have any affiliate links yet. But I will tell you that Panero Bread is uh, an incredible place. And next time you go in there, go ahead and tell your teller that Sean and George from Automation Avenue said that you need to try the broccoli cheese soup. It's to die for. Now, Sean, what about the digital space? Uh, Are there actually ways that there are automating things there as well yeah i mean look um you know there's been numbers almost staggering numbers recently talking about the rise of smartphones and there may now be more smartphones than toothbrushes (laughs) out in this world which is uh, which is gross let's just say that that's gross (laughs) it's a little scary but uh you know we live in a very connected world people uh you know I, i read another study where people would rather be um a lot of men especially would rather be shocked then sit alone with their thoughts and not be able to uh, check in on their smartphone device. So we, we live in a very connected society. So you look at simple advancements like the mobile phone and even something as simple as the App Store, 
where if if you can think of a task, there is probably an app to help you do that. So I, I have uh, downloaded a, n- a number of good ones that have helped uh, make my life better. Um, I, I certainly love the Bible app. Uh, is a very uh, good resource to not have to carry around a paper Bible all the time and, and get some some good uh, some good holy word to uh, start off the day. But there's there's any number of apps for any number of interests you may have out there, and you know. You can download whatever you want in about 30 seconds and begin to make your life better. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. You know, one of the things people might be thinking out there is, you know, why should there be this focus on uh, automation and making things easier? And, you know, my my grandpappy, he always used to say, uh, work smarter, not harder. Right. And so, you know, how can we start to do more with actually less uh, by by focusing in on automation? You know, I, I think businesses in general are, are looking to innovate and think about operations and, and how, uh, certainly through this downturn, you know, how, how can we operate more effectively, um, you know, as profitability kind of went down through that, uh, the Great Recession, if you will, which I, I believe we're certainly still trying to recover from. Um, most businesses, including financial institutions, are, are trying to refocus their employees on revenue production. And uh, as many cross-selling initiatives uh, in financial or upselling initiatives uh, in retail, uh, if, if employees are more focused on manual tasks of correct order entry, uh, processing of payment, they can't be as focused on tuning themselves into the customer and really driving uh, additional revenue opportunities. Um, uh, like we talked about with Panera as well, you know, streamlining operations. How can we how can we get the customer through the process in a more effective way? Uh, potentially adding convenience uh, to that aspect. And uh, in a world where um, we want everything right now. Uh, convenience has become a larger and larger driver of business transactions. So um, you have very impatient people like me who are uh, very busy. And, and through this recession, as many people are doing uh, sometimes two and three jobs to either make ends meet or um, you know companies laid people off and they haven't been able to replace those people. Uh, people don't have as much free time, so they are looking to get business done and get business done as fast as possible. So if we take that to the financial institution space, I don't have time to go wait in line at the bank for 20, 30 minutes to do a simple uh, check cashing transaction so I can go pay a bill or whatever I need to do with my cash. So uh, it has become a very big outcry from the market in general about, you know, I want to get in, I want to get out, I want to get business done, and it needs to be convenient for me when I want to get it done. Yeah, you know, Sean, too, when you're talking about this, the thing I think about is that, uh, you know, the way we are as buyers now, um, we want to have an experience, right? And people need out there need to realize that uh, us humans, we buy from other humans, that's it's just a fact. And if I have to wait in a long line, which I don't want to wait in a long line, just like you said. But if I do, when I finally get to uh, the person who's checking me out at a retail store or the teller who's helping me at my bank, I want to be greeted with a smile. And so I really like the fact that you talked about how um, instead of them being focused on the transaction, they can actually look up at me. They can interact with me. I can get a smile. And what does that do? That gives me a better experience. And so therefore, because of their automation that they've 
implemented. I have a better experience. I want to come back as a customer. And now you've gained customer retention. So um, what about operations day in, day out? Are, are there things that people could focus auto, on automation for that? But yeah, let's let's take this specifically. You know, let's let's hone in on the on the financial institution space. So, uh, as George mentioned, you know, most folks are looking to really drive that enhanced customer experience. And how do I do that? And how do I drive operational efficiency? Well, you really have to rely on automation to do that. One of the one of the biggest pressures in financial institution land is if, from a back office operations standpoint is. Most of your frontline employees, your tellers, your customer service people, tellers specifically have a lot of pressure on them to balance to the penny. So your hiring practices, how you uh, rate those people on job performance has much more to do with accuracy than how they're attending to the customer. So by automating the processes that would be very manual and very focused and take a lot of focus from the teller by implementing a device like a cash recycler or say a self-service kiosk that can handle pretty much the manual part of the transaction I as an employee can really focus on engaging the customer asking questions about what's going on in their life hopefully hopefully making a a good product referral for something that could literally add value uh, to them to where the customer is going to feel like wow I'm I'm glad I came into the branch today I learned something new and hopefully or uh, and actually hey George helped me solve one of my problems today and uh, I was able to do all of that in less than 20 minutes on my lunch break so um, by having, you have to have that automation piece to really allow that employee to focus on engagement versus just focusing on the baseline transaction. Yeah, I think uh, this is great. You know, one of the things that I know all of us out there want, we want convenience, right? Um, and I think automation brings that. I think uh, you, you, your life becomes, well, our life is fast paced. And nobody wants, like we've said before, nobody wants to stand in line. We want it to be convenient. And so this technology helps us get to that point. So let's let's take kind of the, the CFO perspective here, right? So uh, from a retail banking or a member service, if you're a credit union out there, from that perspective, we talk about that experience and really driving revenue. But if we put our CFO hat on for a second... You know, one of their goals or a lot of our operational things that our clients come to us is how, how do I reduce my non-interest expense? And so we, we've had a lot of institutions come to us and maybe they're operating with uh, four full-time tellers and three uh, service people, whether that be customer or member service representatives. Um, by employing a universal staffing model and, and using automation technology, you can really reduce those operating expenses that go along with staffing a typical branch. And because you've enhanced your branch experience with a number of technology advancements like cash recyclers or self-service kiosks, you can do a lot more with less and be very engaging with the customer. And in a universal staffing model, people are cross-trained to handle a multitude of tasks so they, they don't have to be so laser-focused on just the simple uh, rules and regulations of a particular task. They can be cross-trained to handle multiple things uh, and, again, engage that customer. So from a CFO perspective, if I could take my FTEs for operating my branch from, say, seven down to four or five and actually improve my customer experience... Uh, 
that's really the name of the game, right? Is if I can reduce my expenses, increase my profitability, and also have more loyal, happy customers, and maybe even engage a new customer crowd. Everyone out there is looking to kind of engage that younger generation. So uh, a good way to do that is to employ very engaging staff and some, some technology advances to really draw those people in because they are actually conservative financially and they're looking for advice. So that's that's part of that millennial generation, George. Yeah, and you know, Sean, the good thing is that, again, we talked about being educators. So if you're listening to this podcast and you think, well, Universal Tellers, I really want to learn more about that. I want to understand that. Um, we actually have a article on blog.qualitydatasystems.com about uh, why financial institutions should implement their uh, Universal Tellers. And it is actually blog.qualitydatasystems.com, why financial institutions should implement universal tellers. I will put a link in our show notes to this podcast so you can get to it easily, but that is definitely something you might want to check out. So, Sean, let's go ahead and kind of summarize maybe the four main points uh, that we want people to take away, the action items, the how we can go out and, you know, start to think about this and think about making uh, everything a little bit better by implementing automation. Absolutely. So, you know, point number one, Automation, whether you're a retail business or a financial institution, we're trying to reduce wasted time. So again, I'm not having to stand in line uh, to check out my bags. I'm not having to stand in line behind someone who's not so sure what they should be ordering at the restaurant, so on and so forth. We, we can cut out that wasted time. Point number two, uh, we can improve our customer interaction and convenience. So again, by automating tasks and offering technology, I can be as convenient as possible to the customer and really improve that interaction from start to finish. Point number three, um, really improve our productivity from a staff perspective and really rally those people around revenue production. When they, when they don't have to be so focused on the manual processes because there is now automation technology in its place to handle uh, the mundane processes, they can be focused on generating revenue for the company and again, engaging that customer. And then lastly, we put our CFO hat on and through automation and by investing in automation technology, we're looking to reduce unnecessary cost of, of doing business. So if we can drive our costs of doing business and our costs of generating revenue down, uh, ultimately that's going to find its way to the bottom line and uh, we'll have a happy CFO, CEO and board, if you will. Very nice. That is a ton of items that we can focus on moving forward. Folks, I will tell you that we are getting to the close of the first Automation Avenue podcast. If you have uh, ideas about things that you would like to learn about for us to talk about, Sean, where can they send uh, the information if they want a podcast about? Exactly. So you can either leave us uh, some questions or some subjects uh, in the comments selection or uh, area below this podcast, or if you could just shoot us a quick email to podcast at qualitydatasystems.com. That is podcast at qualitydatasystems.com and we'll be happy to look at that subject material and hopefully come back with a great 20 or 30 minutes of learning session around your idea. Yeah, one of the things too that we want to let all the listeners know is that uh, we really subscribe to the uh, if 
they ask, we answer mentality. So we love to get questions from uh, not only our customers, right, but prospects, people who aren't prospects, people who just have questions, as long as they're centered around cash automation and branch transformation, right? Uh, We don't want to go into some like weird question, but if you have a quality question um, about this space or technology or what in the world a cash recycler is, um, where can they head for that, Sean? Sure. Um, whether it whether it be a question that maybe the Monday Minion uh, video series has driven uh, or uh, Automation Avenue podcast or even the blog, uh, feel free to email us at questions at qualitydatasystems.com and we will be happy to answer your question uh, either in uh, over the phone or via email, whichever you prefer, but just, just shoot us a quick note or a quick question at questions at qualitydatasystems.com and we will take pride in giving you the best answer we can possibly come up with. All right, folks. Well, again, I am George B. Thomas, and you can reach out to me on Twitter at George B. Thomas. I also have my awesome, incredible host from QualityDataSystems.com, Sean Farrell, with me. And where can they reach out to you, Sean? We are indeed on Twitter at at QDS underscore Lion. <laughs> and you can also find us on LinkedIn and our company page uh, at Quality Data Systems, Inc. Well, folks, until next time, make sure that you figure out the way to automate and accelerate your life.